There's no time like no time. Go big with a Six Flags season pass. Go for spring thrills. Go this summer for the new Safari off-road adventure. Go for a season pass and get free tickets. Buy four, get a free season parking pass. That's free parking. Or for the best deal, buy a membership plan for just $6.39 a month at SixFlags.com. Go big. Go Six Flags Great Adventure. Now the world's largest theme park. Hey, boys. Now, you notice at the end of that, it has a little uh, comment about being the world's largest theme park. There's a reason for that, so keep that in mind. We'll we'll, we'll get back to that, but keep Ooh. that in mind. There's a reason we we aired that Six Flags commercial this time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 13 of Some Great Adventures, a podcast where old friends who met and worked together at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, chat about our time at the park. I am Steve Hicks, and as always, my co-hosts are... Baboon One. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Peluso. Uh-oh. We have frozen Andy Aletti. Oh, I'm also back. Oh. There he is. He's back. <laughs> back. What's up, Andy? Um, our podcast <laughs> continues to be made possible by our awesome friends at the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Look them up for any and all of your podcasting needs. We're also recording live via Facebook, and the video will be available on our Facebook page immediately. Um, and the audio versions will be on all podcasting platforms this coming week. We got a um, comment too, Steve. We got, oh, do we? Ah, the comments are there. There we go. Nice. Nice. Thank you, Bill. (laughs) Thank you. So, so Chris, um, you know, (laughs) I I gotta say, even though it took two, two guest hosts to fill in your spot last, last podcast. Pretty big. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta, I gotta say, man, you know, we, we did explain that everything was okay with you. And even though we did, because of our joke about you no showing, no calling, you know, which it did yeah. seem like that's what you did originally, you know, the interwebs are full of theories about why you were missing, which shocked me. But so they're all over the place. Blues. You know, they're all over. <laughs> How many written warnings did I get? <laughs> I mean, we were going to give you one, you know, but that, Scott's that a like show I got more. <laughs> <laughs> Take so, it easy. <laughs> So check this one out. Now, everyone, we at least, but most people know that you're a fantastic chef, an absolutely fantastic <laughs> chef. That, that, But I have to tell you, Chris, I heard a rumor. Right? Oh. <laughs> Mr. Peluso, is it true that last month you no show no called because you secretly changed your name to Babu and you opened up the Dream Cafe in North New Jersey oh, I and, it had, mm-hmm. and it had a menu. That was very varied and not initially liked. So some freaking joker came in and talked you into changing the menu to just Pakistani food. <laughs> and that did not work out well for you. Nobody and... likes the and beans. <laughs> <laughs> so the rumor goes on that you were forced to shut down and now your sorry ass is back here on this podcast with us. <laughs> is that true? Is that a true rumor? It's very close. It's very close. <laughs> Initially, the Dream Cafe didn't take on. <laughs> it wasn't because of the Franks and Beans, though. Um, the chicken was a little stringy. The shrimp was a little stringy. I got started getting some complaints. Uh, and then when I changed it to Pakistani, I realized I knew nothing of Pakistani food. <laughs> so that didn't really go well either. So 
That's why I'm back here. Yes. All right, Babu. All right. <laughs> Glad it happened. Glad it happened, really. Oh, All right. There's a baboon picture up. Yes. <laughs> baboon one, man. Baboon one. All right, boys. Let's let's talk about something we don't normally talk about. Let's talk about some uh some park news. Some park news. So Great Adventure just announced in the last two weeks that they're going to be paying a certain amount. And it's 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 pretty freaking high. And it's actually for ride operators specifically, which kind of is pretty cool. Um, how high do you think they announced they're they're gonna be paying now for ride operators? Dollar fifty. That, that, that's what I would have thought. That's what I would have thought. I'll go uh, thirteen. Lucky number thirteen dollars an hour. Andy? I know the answer. I cannot participate. $15. Oh, Andy, you're freezing up and you're 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 uh, digitizing. I think you're back. I'm back. You're gonna, back. And you're gone. <laughs> 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 you're back again, but you're like in that slow motion thing where like we can see you and then you freeze and then you move and then you freeze. It froze on a nice smile there, though. It that did. Was cool. Actually, it was pretty, <laughs> pretty good. All right, shut up the video. He's going yeah, to come back and then. Any better? Yeah, there you go. Although I think you might just froze again. Holy cow! I don't know what's going on with you, buddy. There you go. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the answer. The answer is the part. Great Adventure is paying up to twenty dollars per hour. Whoa! <laughs> twenty dollars per hour Whoa. for seasonal help i'm gonna go get me a part-time job uh, wow. this is pretty crazy there they specified it ride operators now there's a little byline in here that i thought was kind of funny though but it makes sense ride operators during peak times will get up to 20 dollars per hour and we know that that is nighttime with the nighttime differential but it is up to 20 dollars an hour and then they, they go on to say security lifeguards and landscape range from 16 to 18 per hour for this new season Wow. Now, when can I get an application? I, no shit, dude. <laughs> I, I have several examples of when I went the extra mile. <laughs> Let me tell you, I went back and I looked at, 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 at my my pay stuff when you know when I did the evaluation when we first started this podcast. And let's not forget, I started in '85 at three seventy an hour, and then at, in '97 when I left as a full time supervisor, I was making eleven dollars an hour. Wow. And then at the end of that season, when I, uh, which we call it, was downsized from full time, but I, I stayed in rides just to finish out the hayride. That, that was my back at my rides rate. You're back. Yay. You look like you're working, Andy. We got you again. Now you're working. Um, I was at my rides rate, which was $9.50 an hour. So at no point in time did I ever come close to twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, I was a full timer. Four twenty five. I think that's what I started at. Four twenty five. I started yeah. night shift, baby. Six dollars an hour. I was like rolling the dough. Well, we're yeah. talking about what we started at, which we we. I mean, we're talking like we're old men now. We're talking thirty four yeah, years ago, you know. Yeah. But, food, but day shift food service for four twenty five. I think. But yeah, I think it's no, even day shift on the paddle a three ten an hour. Something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I believe it. I believe it. But let's think about it. so Andy, when you were when you finished at full time, what did you finish at? I mean, I don't know, probably nowhere near there. Yeah, I mean, I I, so I finished a year before you and I was eleven. 
So you were you were probably higher than me, but probably not much more, you know. But the uh, the uh, dirty secret here that we found out last year when we were there, they'll give you twenty dollars an hour, but they'll make you pay for everything. To work. <laughs> <laughs> we were, no joke. We were talking to a guy on the Jersey Devil, and he, Steve's like, "Hey, can we give you that jacket?" He's like, "Hell no, <laughs> nothing. We gotta buy this stuff." It's true. Yeah. Once once a season goes into the fall, they get these like really cheap, cheap, cheap jackets. And if they want like the hoodies or any of that, they got to buy their own, even though they're park branded, they have to buy their own and they have to buy specific ones because it has to be, you know, customer friendly, right, you know, front right. facing. So. so good on Great Adventure for bringing back 21st century version of the company store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's there's there's another byline in that as well that kind of shocked me. And it, maybe they've been doing this for a long time. I mean, I I'm an old man. I don't know what the New Jersey hiring rules are anymore. Like like we had to when we worked there and we were soups. But their team members are as low as 14 now. When I was there, I was a 15 year old. That was the youngest you could get hired in at the park. They're hiring 14 year olds. Is that been, do you guys know? Has that been like a prevalent thing? Have they been doing Ooh. that for a while? 14 i thought 15 was crazy like, that's what i said yeah, yeah that was no. challenging and 15 was even just in certain areas you know yeah, yeah well i couldn't yeah. even i couldn't be right yeah. so i had to wait till i was 16 to be right. right yeah wasn't it like a seven hour day and the breaks were really really yep. uh regimented and uh, only yep. a certain amount of days a week yeah it was a lot 14 I would- I mean, I, I, the rules are probably the same for the 14 as 15, as far as mm. that goes, you know, where you, I wasn't allowed to work night shift. I remember back then, I don't know if that's changed. Night shift wasn't allowed. It was day shift right. only. Um, but I'm also just like, I have to be honest with you. I, I think about all the stuff we did as park employees. And I'm talking about both from a perspective of being responsible as an actual employee and then being irresponsible as a fucking kid. And I don't think I should ever have been in that park at 14. Uh, not yeah, as an employee, yeah. not as an employee, you know, <laughs> like, that just reads That's bad so news funny. to me. I don't know. I, I guess they're thinking, you know, 14 is high school, 15, you know, it's your freshman year, I guess. And, you know, what we're doing yeah. sophomores, we might as well do freshmen. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know. Seems kind of young. It also may just simply be they are freaking hurting for employees. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Massively hurting. Yeah, you know, I was in Macy's this weekend. Oh my god, I'm not going back. <laughs> Nobody has any staff. They're dying. They're all dying. I mean, it's it's funny. So we're talking about like like them being short staffed. So if you go there now, when you get to the Wawa across the street from the Wawa, it's like this massive freaking thing they're building where they're finally building the hotels. But along with the hotels, they're building more stuff like they're building like a mall to go with it and they're building like all these restaurants and they're building all this and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like they already can't staff what they're staffing and now they're going to build something that is going to help them bring people in on a longer stay meaning people can now stay for like a weekend right 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 but however they're also they got to staff that too so it's like i I, it's kind of crazy you know it is weird and I mean, I don't think that that mall going up is associated with Six Flags, is it? I think it's no, private. It's private. But if you look at a map, like Great Adventure is in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, anybody yeah. who works there has got to drive some distance to get yeah. there. Maybe Are they still doing busing or no? They, I believe they might still be doing busing now. If they weren't, I think they, they probably will be again. I mean, they might have stopped it for COVID for sure, but they probably are going to be doing it again. 
Maybe it's um, a reality experience. You do everything yourself. You bring your bags to your room. You check yourself in. You make your own food. Kramer. Kramer. Kramer, you make your own pie. He's going to have everybody making their own pizza. You don't eat it. Just give them the dough. Let them throw their toppings on it and shove it in the oven. <laughs> Great. You don't need the people. All good. I mean, the answer is right there on the screen. They just need to train the baboons. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Phase two. <laughs> While we're grooming the baboons, everybody makes their own pizza until the baboons are ready. <laughs> Andy, you're still cutting out, but I know you were trying to talk. What were you saying? No, I'm not sure what got through, what didn't get through. But, uh, yeah, I'm still cutting in and out. You're, well, your video freezes, but we can mm -hmm. hear you talking behind it. <laughs> All right. Well, we could, but now it froze on his face. He made like this. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it was like the perfect freeze, dude. Are you trying to do audio only? That's not working either. No, that is working. I hear you perfectly clear. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> it's too funny. Um, so Chris right. was last time. Andy is, I mean, maybe Andy's not really there. Maybe he's just got like a cutout of him. And he's <laughs> a bot. <laughs> this is the Andy bot. He's my partner in the Green Cafe. How do you think I'm here? He's watching the restaurant. <laughs> So I was going to use this as a, as a separate um, topic, but we, it just kind of fits in really well while we're talking about them not being able to staff properly. So this kind of struck me as, as funny. So, well, here's the first question. It's ironic that outside of you, Blue, so we, me, Andy, Scott, we all ran, you know, Adventure Rivers. I've never been in Hurricane Harbor. Have you? You have a kiss. Yes, so you had, Harbor. right? Okay. Have you, Andy, have you ever been in Hurricane Harbor since it opened as a separate park? No. Okay. Me either. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I, I kind of got invested in this because I heard some news that I was like, all right, well, I don't know shit about Hurricane Harbor. Can Hurricane Harbor as a seasonal, because it's considered a separate park, it's its own water park, right? And its own admission, everything, right? Yeah. Um, $40 for a single admission. I think it's like, it's either 90 or 160 for a season's pass. I can't figure out which one applies to it, but it's one of the two. But it's just a Hurricane Harbor. It's got its whole own setup. Um, so I, I kind of pulled it up to look at it to see, like, is it worth it? Does it have a lot? I got to be honest, it's pretty freaking impressive. Um, as far as the stupid little slides we had at, at you know, yeah. Adventure Rivers, yeah, it's got a lot of fucking slides, I mean, man. It's a legit water park. It's got, you know, actual water slide rides on, like, you know, what they tried to do with Adventure Rivers. Yeah. And I, and <laughs> I just remember when, like, in 90 or 91, when they were talking about building Adventure Rivers, and it was like, oh, we're going to have oh, water slides, but we're going to make it so people in street clothes can yes. ride them. I was like... That doesn't sound like it sounds like Hitler's plan for World War II. Like, <laughs> you like, you know, like take part of both and have nothing good going for you. Maybe 14 year olds can work in the park because I shook my head and was like, that's a stupid idea. At <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, who the hell wants to get right? wet? <laughs> and not only that, but Adventure Rivers was the most labor intensive section. I mean, to step those towers never open all their slides because we never had people to open all of them because. It, 
every slide needed two people. Right, like minimum eight people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, so Andy, check this out. The 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 Hurricane Harbor has a, basically eleven attract. I mean, twelve attractions. Okay. It has the tornado. That is one slide that goes into a massive funnel. So you get dropped okay. into a funnel. Oh, That's kind of cool. Those are sweet. Yeah, I've seen pretty neat. Like has like heard turd going down a toilet. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say one place calls it. I think the flush or something like. Well, that. exactly. That's exactly what it basically yeah. is. Um, you got Hurricane Mountain, which is pretty impressive looking. It's five stories high. It's four tube slides. Okay, so like the Asian, and then it's got two turbo toboggans, which are just the flat slides. Kind of like the old, you know, the old slides you used to get at the like Kingsburg with the sack and right. just go down flat, but with water. Okay, that's pretty cool looking. It's got Cannibal, Wahini, and Jernami Falls, which are two tube slides and one flat toboggan that go down 75 feet. So that's a third. Then it's got the Big Wave Racer, which from what I could tell is six intertwined tubes that are 1800 feet long. But the key thing that they have is inside the tube, they have drops. They have like several drops where all of a sudden you just go bloop, right down and then catch yourself bloop, right down. That's also pretty cool. They have uh, somebody who is a fucking Sopranos fan for sure. Bada bing, bada bang, bada bam. <laughs> it's three slides. Um, so that was kind of cool looking. Um, they have a, a big bamboo and reef runner, which is two slides. It just looked like the North American revamp, to be quite honest with you. They have the Blue Lagoon, which is a 696,000-gallon wave pool. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It, I have to be honest with you. When I looked at the – like, I saw a video of it, and it really made me think of Action Park. And I was like, ooh, can anyone get to that? death pool. Yeah. There's yeah. it, 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 really a death pool. Uh, my speed. Maybe I'm old, yeah. but I don't want to ride any of that stuff. I just want to know. Is that a lazy river? It, what, oh, yeah. it, yes, take it yeah. easy, Creek. The lazy yeah. river with, with, with right. things. It has a lazy river. Um, it has, uh, this is, so, I don't even understand the theming. So now I have to go this season and try to figure out the theming because, like, like the, pirate shit. Well, there's a thing. So, okay. So the one, the one pool, so they have Calypso Springs, which is a 100,000 gallon activity pool. And then they have Caribbean Cove, which has a pirate ship in it and it's a water play area. Then they have Discovery Bay, which is a kids. Basically, it's it's Koala Canyon. It's their kids' shallow water playground. Um, lots of code browns. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then they have this is the one that cracked me up. They have the last one is Boreas, Eurus, and Zephyrus and Nordus. They're four high speed tube slides named after Greek gods. Why the right. fuck do you have a Greek god slide? <laughs> The also the green god slide. Why not? That's what I'm saying. It was ones where I literally had to look up. I'm like, I don't even know these ones. And I used to read Greek mythology all the time. Like, who the hell are these guys? You Maybe know, like Poseidon caused the hurricane. I don't know. <laughs> well, so you I learned a little think, bit too. Isn't now. it supposed to be a typhoon if it's over water? <laughs> I know, right? And I did learn a little bit, Eddie. You're right. It did force me to actually educate myself a little bit. It's true. Um but here's the thing. So that all sounds great, but at the end of the day, it's seasonal, right? So right down the freaking street from us near the Newark airport, we have uh, the largest indoor water park in North America at the the big, you know, dream freaking everything, the you know, American the, dream, the American dream me. everything. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you. So as much as that all sounds great at Great Adventure, if you're going to tell me I can go in November to an indoor one and it's got private skybox suites, poolside private cabanas, 
It's <laughs> hold on. Let's see what else it has. There were some of the other things that I thought was pretty cool. It has the world's biggest indoor wave pool, so they just want the shit on Hurricane Harbor, obviously. Um, it's got uh, a whole bunch of other slides and 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 things too. I'm not going to go through them all, but it's got a ton of them. But it has one that I thought was kind of cool. It has what it's called the Forbidden Waters, and it's their own little jungle one, which was kind of neat. Um, it basically sounds like and i'm sure have you gone on that one too i have not so i'm pretty sure it also has adult bars which mm-hmm. i don't know how much drinking you could do in hurricane harbor but i'd be honest with you if there's one place i hope they don't have alcohol it's in a place where everyone can drown so hopefully they do not do that like they did in the park I think that they do have alcohol. Yeah, man. They probably do because I'm that's sure a pretty do. big income for them i'm sure they do too but then this cracked me up even more and this is what made me look into all this so <laughs> announced on, uh, on, on in February is Island Water Park coming to Atlantic City. <laughs> so, oh. And so here's what it says. This is so great. If you've reached a point where you can no longer watch your kids go down the same three freaking water slides in Ocean City oh. summer after summer, you found yourself in luck. A brand new water park is going to open in Atlantic City next summer. And it's going to be an exciting addition. Not only summers down the shore, but year round. So it's being built right next to uh, Showboat, okay? And it's a non-casino attraction. It is fully just a water park. So they're basically saying, for all of you adults that come here to gamble and you have kids and you don't know what the fuck to do with them in Atlantic City because there's not a lot for kids in Atlantic City, we're going to put a water park here where you can just throw them in a water park and go gamble is how I'm kind of reading this, you know? Um it has a cool thing though. It's gonna have a surf simulator machine. That's pretty badass. Um, it says it's gonna have a retractable glass pane roof. So in the winter it'll be retracted, but in the summer it could actually be opened up and get natural air in. Hmm. That's also pretty sweet. Um, it's gonna be a hundred thousand square feet. It's gonna stretch along the Atlantic City boardwalk. Um, and it's gonna be on New Jersey Avenue, um, block lot, all the way next to the showboat hotel. Uh, and then it actually says you'll also be able to enjoy other activities such as the sports bar. What a surprise. <laughs> and, wait, wait, and then here, this is even better. The next line. This is how I know it is what it is. And it's what I was saying. Imagine dropping your kids at a water park <laughs> while you enjoy Sunday football from 10 feet away in a lounge with a beer in your hand. <laughs> Probably a poker machine on the table, maybe some Keno. I can't do that because it's not a casino. But but it's next door to the showboat. (laughs) Two feet away. I can go Uh, pretend for a couple hours not to have a kid, you know? Absolutely. Um, They expect it to have it open. It's not going to open this year. It's going to open Memorial Day 2023. But that kind of like is – it boggled me a little bit because I'm like, I mean – there's, there's, I mean, and to be honest with you, I'm also pretty sure that Action Park is actually still open. It's just not called Action Park. Um, I looked yeah. it up and it, it is there. Mountain Creek, right? What's that? Isn't it like Mountain Creek or something? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. yeah. We're talking yeah. about going this year. Right? Yeah. We're going to, we're, me and Scotty are going to definitely make a trip there and, and, Ooh, and, you know, be careful. Come on, Chris. <laughs> might, might try to get it a whole, a whole baboon tree. I was there. just telling my wife about, like, hey, I don't know if I'm going to venture outside Universal and Disney anymore. I don't even know about my old alma mater, uh, Great Adventure. Uh, to be honest, like after well, that you know, Orlando you accident, I was reading about. You're I'm like, go to a scary place. That's the place to go. 
You may live, you may not. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. We're, we're going to go more for the ambiance. I don't know how many oh, things I'm going to ride because I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. They're, that, that even though they're safer, I don't yeah. really trust that. You know? I just hope they have those pipes still. Like before you get in the pipe, they got a garden hose and they wet you down with the ice cold water. <laughs> send you down dude i have to be honest after seeing after reading the book on it uh which is written by the original owner's son and then after oh, seeing wow. the, the whole action park you know hulu documentary which was fantastic great. i i have it so in my head on what rides they had i just want to go back and see like what is left like what is left and how much of it is as is kind of even similar to what it was you know what i mean yeah. so rid of all the unsafe it's funny down there. here because <laughs> you know i don't live we are yandy Nope, we heard you, Andy. <laughs> it's, it's exactly true. Andy, all we heard was, it's funny down here where I live, and then it, then nothing, and then it's exactly true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Forrest Gump scene when he gave that speech on stage. Yeah, we got to fill in the blank. <laughs> like That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well... Let's jump into the next point of news. Um, the next point of news is this is gonna. You guys, you guys are never gonna believe this. This is this is gonna actually completely blow, blow your mind. The park is going to have a new ride, and it is called Ready, the Return of Medusa. it's even better. Medusa never went away. Okay, Medusa was rebranded to Bizarro. Okay, and when they went I to the superhero so, theme parks, sure. yeah, I thought I was like, did it really leave? I it did not. Lie. It got rebranded and repainted <laughs> to Bizarro, and now ten years later, it's back. It's Medusa. <laughs> so, that so that means what? A, a coat of paint? <laughs> that means a coat. Yeah, it's, it means a coat of paint, and the, and the old sign, which they won't even change, is put back on. You know, maybe a few sneak right. They found the sign in the boneyard. They put back That's on. exactly what I was thinking. There's still a bird's nest in it and shit, you know? Grab some of the Viper uh, paraphernalia, you know? Snakes and all. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can reuse this shit. Did they have to, like, pay to license the uh, Bizarro name? And they were like, we can save five bucks. Let's go ahead. You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny because it feels like they are definitely veering away from the superhero stuff now a little bit. As like, that was their big thing. And now they're, they're it's still there. And they, they're clearly licensed for it. They're, you know, they're. You know, but they're not, they're veering away for sure. I mean, a lot of stuff is changing from that, but that, that cracked me up. Cause I was like, well, I'm not surprised by it. I mean, look, they didn't have a great two years. Nobody did. I mean, the last two right. years have sucked with COVID. So there, anything you do to save money makes sense. I do find that to be a bizarre kind of push as like, Hey, it's back. Cause I'm like, who the fuck was clamoring for Medusa? I don't know. But like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, who was like, I want Medusa? <laughs> they, they, they gone Greek, man. They got those Greek water slides. Now they got some Medusa. <laughs> going it's Greek. not like a real like new ride, right? They're just changing the name back. They're literally changing the name and changing it back to its Medusa look. That's really all they're doing. Like, wait, we don't have to pay a dime for these Greeks. Copyright <laughs> 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 expired two thousand years ago. So I, I just have a vision of like you know that scene from Spaceballs, the guy in the desert. We ain't found Bad shit. shit. Like, yeah, we knew right. We ain't found one. <laughs> well, then wait. There's a little bit. This will make Peluso happy. Ooh. This is the other ride news that they announced for this year. This is the other big one. Ready? The epic floorless chairlift style Batman the ride 
will return with a bold, shiny coat of paint. And actually says that in the news release. This five looping screen machine continues to rank as fan favorite as it approaches its 30th birthday. So we fear we paint it. But are they gonna make it like yellow or something stupid? I I don't know, but we'll tell you because I mean, me and Scott haven't seen this past, so we're definitely gonna go. But that as news had me laughing even harder because I was like, like, oh. isn't that the shit that we used to just do and not say out loud? Oh, like we're yeah. painting the rides. Like yeah, we're just, gonna like, maintain given. them. We didn't tell everybody every time right. we gave a ride a spruce. <laughs> <laughs> it was a world news. I was dying when I read that. I thought that was great. Um. They did announce that they are going to have a uh, two new dining areas, but they did not specify where, and one new place to eat. And this cracked me up even more. So I've become like, like look, I went plant based eating like th- almost three years ago now, and so, but I'm not, I'm not like the vegans where I'm like, oh my god, there has to be food for me. Fuck everyone else. Like I'm not like that in any way. But I do like to be able to find food to eat. And I have to be honest with you, after we yeah. did the whole food tour last year. There ain't a lot of food for me yeah, to eat at that fucking park. Like, if, yeah. yeah, if I'm not a meat eater, I can either eat sides of onion rings and sides of French fries. I could eat uh-huh. a $13 salad that has absolutely nothing but a bed of fucking iceberg lettuce, a couple of cucumbers, and a couple shreds of carrot. It was the most sad $13 salad. I looked at and Scott. I did eat it because I was hungry as fuck. We, yeah. we, we and Scott went on a Friday after work for a Fright Fest, and I was like, there's no fucking food in this place, man. Did they have any... Uh... I mean, I guess the pasta wouldn't be vegan. Did they have any mac and cheese or at least a pasta marinara? Or anything? So the only other place I found stuff that's that, like, if you don't mind dairy, which I don't, I don't well, have that's a dairy. What I was gonna say, if you're cool with dairy, I was um, hoping yeah. that at least I don't, I don't mind cheese and I don't, I don't like, and I don't mind, I don't mind fish either. Like I, I'm, I just right. cut out meat really. Is right, what, like, right. like I went meat and went plant-based and, uh, there is next to one in 150, uh, right next to where Freefall used to be. There is actually a grilled cheese stand where you can get grilled cheese and tomato soup. So that, that that's lovely oh, tomato bits. It was it was fantastic actually. That's it was nice. really good. That's a nice um, option. Yeah. And it was great because there's no there's no real seats there, but we went over to Granny's and just sat in there with it. So it's like you know two two yeah, you know, two it was second walk. Freezing yeah. cold. Yeah, and it was bad out. Yeah, it was cold. The only other stuff that I could eat that I found that I could actually eat myself was. Um, yeah, they, they have two different um, like Chinese stir fry restaurants and they do have a, a vegetable stir fry. So and that was actually really good. We had that the one night, too. Yeah. So that was fine. Uh, but otherwise, honestly, there's no food. If Like if you wow. don't eat meat, there's no food there. So I was kind of like, all right, well, this year, you know, let's be honest. Every park every year, if you look at Disney's news, if you look at Universal's news every year, they push like vegan or plant-based like diet eating is healthier eating and blah, blah. Yeah. And it makes them look good because they're saying healthier food. Right. Right. So I was like, all right, well, six flags clearly has to push something for me, right? Like something. <laughs> so here's their announcement. Yes. They're opening up one new eating location. Fat burger. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, there might be an impossible burger in there. <laughs> I don't I don't believe Fat Burger does, but I was laughing when I saw it because I was like, well, but why don't they just fucking go local and put a five guys in there? Because I mean they don't have any plant-based shit either. Just exactly. you know, eat their french fries, eat them big bag of french fries, you know. I was dying. I was like, well, that doesn't help me any, but but for the meat eaters, they got a fat burger, so that's kind of cool. I mean. Before I stop eating meat, I love me a fat burger. I'm not gonna lie. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, they said they, they remodeled Yum Yum Cafe and Granny's. The whole indoors are remodeled. So I don't oh. know what that's going to look like, but that's kind of interesting. Um, they didn't change the outside, though, I'm guessing. Of right? course yeah, not. Yum Yum, yeah. It's old. No, Got to keep not. that forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they should never touch that, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, um, awesome. They, uh, they I, I'm not even going to go into details of this. They announced they're going to do this Q Smart technology, and basically it's another fucking version of Flash Pass. And I already don't understand the three or four they had last year. It all confused the shit out of me. I was like, can I just go in a line and ride a ride? Like, why is there going to be 700 variations? Like, holy yeah, shit, you know? Yeah. But, well, that seems to be happening to all the industry now. It is. It, yeah. It's for sure. Um, and then right along those lines, uh, they noted that they are going to be having single rider lines added to the Jersey Devil Coaster, El Toro, Nitro, and Medusa. Oh, so, like what everybody else has been doing forever. Bingo! Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the. T- yeah. <laughs> welcome yeah. to twenty twenty two. I don't know. It's, it's been yeah. around for like thirty years. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the other one of the other pieces of news they had is um, that so this threw me off anyway. So they created they they took and got rid of RBBL and they put a basic a tiny bbl mm-hmm. right where lost parents is yep. and they put another mini bbl right over where adventure rivers was okay so it's basically right there where the the irrawaddy riptide was okay where the hydroflume was they changed we know that because the stage is and we know that because the wiggle <laughs> stage is the actual stage of the riptide <laughs> so we know that that is it so but the weird thing is even though when they created the safari as it's as a as a joint thing with the park and they they made it where you could you could only get on the safari over near the great arena that's where you basically buy your ticket and you get on a a, like a safari tram and they drive Mm -hmm. you through the safari okay but for some reason they didn't make the kitty area right near them next to lost parents safari kids They made the kitty area all the way over at Adventure Rivers. They named it Safari Kids and had all the kitty rides safari themed. And I, I didn't, didn't make any sense to me when I realized that. Well, apparently it didn't make any sense to them either because the new thing they're doing for this year is they're completely renaming that area and it's no longer Safari Kids. Now it's Junior Thrill Seekers and they're renaming. Oh. Basically the rides are getting revamped. So they're like, you know. They're not safari themed anywhere. They're going to be kind of be more like coaster themed to go along with the Jersey Devil. That's right there. Uh, um, do you think they lost the rights or something to Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes? Because why would you go away from that with kids? That's such a no. You know it's funny. Move. All right, so like, so, hey, here's Bugs Bunny. Here's a generic ape. Here's <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why? <laughs> here's a hedgehog. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> like, I don't know. Actually, let me find my little sheet here. So this this will it's funny. So so sticking on that idea of um of revamping rides, okay. They've revamped rides in the past, but not a ton. Okay. So I did a little bit of of like investigation on like what other rides have they revamped? What other rides have they just recycled well, basically? Are we talking about just El Sombrero? <laughs> yeah, El Sombrero <laughs> definitely was a recycled ride. Okay. Not not yes. Well, so, so I'm not counting Riptide because Riptide never changed technically. You know what I mean? Like and it never moved. It's just every time they rethemed the area, oh, they had Medusa to change. Never it. changed their movie. <laughs> well, they rethemed the area and they did try okay. to retheme it fully. So I kind of get that. But then there's some rides they actually moved. They lift it and moved yeah. and then renamed them. So like yeah. 
Super Roundup was one of the original flat rides in 1974, and then it became Fantasy Fling, Swashbuckler, and I think it is yeah. Swashbuckler now. I'm not sure, but it, you know, it's it's named a couple times for adult rides. That was one of them. Um, and then they they also had uh, which this this really isn't so much our time because it got removed in 2001. But the 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 original, if you guys remember the flat ride, the Swabitchin, which I always just love the name of it. Yeah. Um, that came in, in in 1975, and that got. Uh, it got removed in 86 and then it got put back in in 93 and it got killed off again in 2001. So that was another one that was kind of like an adult flat ride that they did. But the major, it's funny that you say that Chris, because most of the rides that they've revamped and they've done the recycling with have been kitty rides to get rid of the Warner brothers names. Right, right. So yeah. originally they had in 1999 they had Elmer Fudd's seaport weather balloon. Um, that got changed to Dorothy's race, the rainbow, and then got changed again for the safari kids section. Um, Taz's tornado, which was the kitty swings when we were there, that got rebranded into just the name tornado. They just dropped out the branding of the Taz. Um, the red Baron kitty planes, which fucking me and Andy used to love riding into work. <laughs> we would sit in those little kitty planes and pull that wheel back up in the air. That thing was so fun. <laughs> they went up and down. Those were great. You could actually right. start it and get in it without anyone running it. Remember that yeah. for a while. And then yeah. they put the dead man switch, but yeah. <laughs> that got renamed um, for uh, it's an air safari for the safari kids area. Um, Jumpin' Joey uh, was a children's drop tower. It was originally Sylvester's Pounce. That got renamed also. Um, and then the the so this coaster has been recycled a lot, though. And I, I'm not even sure if it's Little Thunder, but I think it might be. But Little Devil Coaster um, is is originally the Roadrunner Railway Coaster. And that got redone only because when Jersey Devil opened, they wanted to put a kitty version right in front of Jersey Devil. And so in that Safari Kids area, right near Jersey Devil, there's a kitty coaster. It's named the, the Little Devil Coaster. Um, it is funny you say that, Peluso, because it seems like all the recycled rides are basically just them trying to move the easiest ones or the kitty ones or the flat ones. But the kitty ones, yeah, none of them are named after the Looney Tunes stuff anymore. They're definitely they changed donors so many times. I'm guessing they were able to keep them for a certain period of time. And then, it yeah, was like, all right, out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have them. I mean, I'm too lazy to look it up. I can look up on a map, but do you remember off your hand? Because you've been there more than we have. The ones that are still over near the log flume, yeah, those still have Warner Brothers names, though, right? Last time I I noted they did, yeah, they were still Bugs Bunny. That's what I thought. Because I think when we were there last year, I'm pretty sure they were still Bugs Bunny themed. So, yeah. Um, they should have just been like Rugs Rabbit. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. gave some Coming in 2023, the non-Bugs Bunny kitty land near <laughs> The squirrel pounce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All generic animals. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> Um, all right, so moving off of recycled rides, um, here's here's an interesting one, Andy. I'm glad you're actually back because you might find this interesting. So, they've been pushing this for about two months now. They're having a Six Flags superhero run, and it is a 5k. And if you buy it, you could buy it as a Batman run, a Wonder Woman run, or a Superman run. So you whichever one the you like, they're going to have people in costume there. Okay, you can run it in costume. They absolutely say you got it. <laughs> in costume. Chris, I will pay your entry fee if you run the Wonder Woman. I wish maybe in two years if they're still doing it. <laughs> I know Steve's been doing five Ks though. <laughs> 
Well, that, so it's so funny. This, I mean, I'm only getting these notifications because me and Scott are season's pass holders now. So we're getting what all the season's pass holders get. But um, it's pretty cool because if you each one gets their own stuff, basically what they get is, you know, you're going to get a, a race shirt, which will either be Batman, Superman or Wonder Woman theme. You get a um, a really cool finishers medal. But again, it's themed only based on which superhero you chose, which, of course, I would pick the Batman one. It's pretty oh, cool yeah. logo. And then you get um, two themed like runners, you know, those old runners wristbands that I have never okay. seen anyone use in a modern day. Like when you run, Andy, I don't sweat in my wrist. I don't have sweat flicking. So I don't know why people ever use those. Maybe I don't know. You don't wear a foreign like, I do. No, I do. I do wear a head one. But they, they also always come with the wrist ones. And I'm like, I don't, why, why is it marathon? When you're running a marathon level run, do you start sweating here where it's flying from your wrist? Like, you're just trying to bring the look back. <laughs> if you are, it would be like running with two sponges on your, on your, on your wrists. Like, what is the benefit of that? Right, right. Next will be leg warmers. Yeah, yeah. two socks and. Uh, it's like Here's a crappy thing. They, 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 these are all different dates. Okay. And they're, they're at eight theme parks okay now if you're not at one of the eight theme parks you don't live near them you can do them virtually as well they have a virtual option but it's uh the st louis one in missouri it's the chicago one in illinois it's the washington dc one the new england one san francisco georgia texas has two we're near you andy the one in the dallas one in san antonio and they run throughout they start in june and they go all the way through uh november November 13th, which obviously is yours, Andy, the October, because it's too cold down here for ours. Um, oh, yeah, great no, adventure. running weather then. Yeah, exactly, right? Are you trying to say something, or are you just touching the I was just pointing space? out that Chris said the other Chris. Oh! New so option said coming your way. Yeah, Taluki said Fatburger is a veggie option. Woo a little <laughs> yeah, and Taluki, shit, man, 30 years. What the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> So it's funny. I was like, for a few minutes, I was like, why the fuck doesn't Great Adventure have one? Because I know I've done, I've been at a 5K at Great Adventure before. And I'm like, why don't they? And then I remember Great Adventure does do one. I think the reason maybe why they're not doing this is because uh, they've done, and I, I have to go back and look how many years back this is. This has been easily over 20 years they've been doing this. They do the Susan G. Komen for cancer one, the, the breast cancer one. And they've, they've been doing that one for, I, I mean, I want to say it's been well over 20 years. Um and it's funny because I actually the reason I was clicking in my head is because I worked it. So they get sponsors in, and I work for Aetna, and Aetna was one of the sponsors. So one year I had to go to the park and they do it out in the parking lot and then Were run. You the run one who they had giving the breast examinations. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> I was the one that that, that did not want to go to jail like you. Okay. <laughs> no. They had, they had all of us came in and we had to give out like like health themed items. So we were giving out water bottles and uh, and and it's weird enough, Andy. It was wristbands. I don't know why. <laughs> They're in high demand. <laughs> we were They're just giving out now. like Etna themed water bottles and stuff. But uh, but it was pretty cool. But I think that's why our park isn't doing it. But we could do it virtually if we want it. But uh, so, so here's a question for you guys. I already know what Chris is going to say, but but <laughs> it's got. If we were all living near each other still in Jersey, and this was one of our options, Great Adventure is one. Would you guys do this? Do what? Would you go and do the five k? Would you do a five k oh. this year? Would you do a, this this superhero five k? Would you pick one I and mean, actually go and do I'd it? Do it for free, but I don't know if I sure. would run and like pay to run. But 
it, it, it's, I think it goes to a charity, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> you get a I don't think you're giving it to the park. I'm okay. pretty sure it might go to a charity. I could be wrong, but I'm thinking it goes to a charity. Steve, I could have that answer. And, uh... <laughs> what are they charging I mean, anyway? For all I know, Great Adventure could be like, I'm a charity. I, <laughs> we're renaming our coasters. We have no money. It's <laughs> funny. I, I don't remember. I did click on it, but I, don't, I actually didn't print that out. I, th- I want to say it was around... 35 or 40 which is pretty standard for a 5k yeah, that's i mean pretty they're all for these races yeah 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 no i'd consider it as long as you can walk it <laughs> you can you can always okay. walk them yeah you can always you can walk all of them yeah there's always a ton of people that walk them to tell you my, yeah. you know, my cousin maybe next year i could run awesome. it or yeah maybe jog it <laughs> you know this year would still be a walk i'm at a power walk <laughs> exactly <laughs> do a little power walk and they do these through the parks steve or are they just yeah so the, somewhere the Susan G. Coleman one's not in the park. You're doing it outside the park, but they have so much room outside, you know, in the parking area that they they coordinate it off and you do it out there. And it, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, something we haven't seen yet either. You, we've seen Superman run. We've seen Batman run. We haven't seen them power walk. That would be some funny shit. <laughs> that's true. You know, moving the arm. Like, they did some motivation. Like you run through like the tiger enclosure or like the bears. <laughs> or something. Yeah. It's like a survival run 5k not they a bad could do idea. it on the old uh, safari path then yeah. oh my god right there. can you imagine if they just put fences up so the tigers are right there how fast people would start running <laughs> <It's great. laughs> well there's that one guy who got eaten right he rolled his window down to take a picture in the tigers but back when the tigers weren't behind a fence in the, in the I, safari I have Remember never heard of a tiger eating a person in the car hmm? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's shaking his head yes but <laughs> true story i'm pretty true sure story. Wait, true story scott has no background on it whatsoever but it's a true story <laughs> well we're on the internet you, you don't have to be true to say it's true <laughs> all right while he's looking up this true story <laughs> Here's here's a this is not new news. This is old news that I did not know, and I you guys may not have known either, since we're kind of like revisiting the park now as we do the podcast. But honestly, we've kind of we dropped off for you know 30 years. We didn't really think about the park actively, you know. But did you know what they did in in 2019 that was pretty massive and cost a lot of money? The park went solar. They oh. built their own solar farm and they are 98% run. Um, their their ninety eight percent of their energy comes from their own solar park now, wow. and it has. Wow. It's, it's, it's Where 90... is the solar farm then? I don't know. It doesn't say it. Um, hold like on. Let's on Switlick property, like it says, as thousands of thil- thrill seekers at the top of Nitro Willow Coaster at Six Flags Great Adventure look on, they'll be able to make out a new site in the distance. Hundreds of solar panels nestled between thousands of acres of trees installed on canopies over thousands of parking spaces. So that must be when we pull into the parking lot. There's an area that's all canopied, and I never even I never even noticed if it's panels. That must be the solar panel area then. So it must be where one of the wow. overflow parking lots. They probably took over that. Um, I thought it was pretty freaking cool, and I thought it was really neat because I did not know that. Um, yeah, it actually says here the solar panels installed across 40 acres and three parking lots. So it's the overflow parking lots back where the old. Um, where the old remember the ballpark basically was where we used to have like they had that massive ass um uh fire pit that used to be able to fry the burgers on yeah. that was just in in, a, in falling apart i think it's back there um what kind of shocks me is that so 
<laughs> they, have, they have a power structure that's coming in. It's running 98% of their power, but it's very clear. They do not have batteries installed in anywhere because they still have power failures. Yeah. Like they still can have power failures for oh, yeah. rides. There can't be getting enough solar energy to run those rides. I would think that the next step for them to take logically though, is that there are absolutely batteries you can install to store the energy. And I would think the next step would be take the major rides, not the flat rides. Who gives a fuck about the flat rides, but all the major rides start figuring out a way to link those to batteries and give them their own fucking batteries, their own backup batteries. Well, right. I mean, you know? the big selling point is the fact that you can generate solar power all year round. So they're like, you right. know, they're not going to put enough panels in there to, run their all their attractions and stuff or even some of them they'll just you know offset their total yearly bill right but that's not what i'm saying if you install so take your house for an example if you install full solar in your entire house you could pay the extra to have a backup battery put in so that it basically acts as a generator so when you lose power that backup battery is going to kick in and run your house true true there's no reason they can't buy the same type of similar backup batteries and then start installing them one by one on the major rides that they know are fucking nightmares yeah. when they break down well you got it what does that much how much does that cost yeah i mean well i i'm sure with covid they don't have any spare money going around since medusa's back you know <laughs> but but logically speaking, if they have a couple good years, they could that's stuff that they could start putting aside as far as putting a fund aside to start doing it as a slow thing. That's one of those things that would take plans. You wouldn't do it all in one shot, but you do the first ride. And once you get that first ride done and you figure out how to get a proper backup battery that'll work in there just in times of need, then you could yeah. start putting that in other things. I'm just saying, I'm spitballing here. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm not associated with Six Flags, but it makes sense to me that if you're going to go 98% solar, you got to have a plan to use yeah. that to your benefit to the so the, let's think let's be honest what's their biggest safety problem they ever have if you're in rides power failures yeah. that's where you shit a brick that's where you have to take people off of high areas that don't want to come off and it's a little scary if you figure out a way to solve that you're a real step ahead of a lot of you know problems you have mm, yeah. i can see great adventure doing the vw engine just like they did the sky rides <laughs> dude even Plus, if that you know in the winter months in the winter months they must just sell all that power. absolutely that money's going back correct they're they're going to make yeah. they're going to generate profit off of that exactly just like anyone who has a house that only uses 50 percent of the solar panel they're they're you know they actually get paid for it you know that's how the park should probably be one in the winter mm -hmm. too although let's be honest in the winter now they don't ever shut down and they're using right. more power than ever on those fucking lights so yeah. they're cool. Well, so, yeah, they need it for the Christmas lights. Yeah, they, that might be where it all goes. It stores all year for those fucking Christmas lights, you know? <laughs> it is, I will say, they're, the Christmas lights are impressive. I will say so. <laughs> nice. That just shocked me. Did you guys have any idea? Like, I had no I had fucking no idea. idea. No, I knew no. Disney. Uh, I mean, you, you drive past it at Disney, and they're shaped like Mickey heads, and it's really cool. But I had no idea that uh, Great Adventure did that. Spent that money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It is definitely a little crazy, man um that's cool though that's cool i like that they're yeah. still you know modernizing things and still doing things and not just yeah i feel like when we were there all they were really struggling to do was just create a new ride to get people who want to come back paint the old rides and stay staffed i feel like there wasn't a, as much thought into like you know like that type of stuff like stuff that makes so much sense from a, a perspective of an operating plan to keep them going and making money throughout the years being a seasonal park so that that's pretty damn smart of them actually yeah. um queen and said they did the employee lot the canopy uh over the employee lot too that's very thoughtful it keeps your car yeah. cool yeah that is yeah. pretty cool little rain yeah. little rain cover yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um 
All right, boys, let's 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 switch over to something else here. Let's switch over to uh let's switch over to the animals. Let's talk a little bit about animals about here. About time, baboon one's been I know, oh, yeah. I know. Um <laughs> he's been waiting patiently. <laughs> so it's funny the, the safari is now opening earlier and closing later, like than it ever has when we worked there. It's kind of crazy. Like it, the safari is already open. The safari opened two weeks ago. It's open on the 19th. It's literally already open. Um, so last I heard, they had switched it to where you kind of like the Disney style where you had to buy it, you know, uh, or enter on some kind of truck inside the park and go through it that way. I was just going to ask, is it back to a truck? No. So so here's what happened. They, um, yes, they did that. Um, they, they switched over the park. And give me a second. I can tell you what. It was in the commercial, so, that huge... Yeah, so that's they that, that name is still there. The Safari Off Road Adventure is still the name of what it is now. It used to be Six Flags Wild Safari. They officially closed the Six Flags Wild Safari in September of 2012 on September 30th, and they announced that when it reopens, it will be the Safari Off Road Adventure, and you can no longer drive your own cars. And basically, what's going to happen is after 38 years and over 10 million guests, they're going to combine it into one park and you have to go into the park and over near um, the great arena, they have these off-road vehicles that seat like, you know, eight to 10 people, whatever. And you basically buy a ticket from there and you you're chauffeured through on the off-road vehicle and there's no more guests driving through um, the assumption. They never officially gave any official reason on why they did a switch over, but the assumption was, which even me and Scott were talking about earlier, was that you know people were constantly opening their windows and feeding bad shit, throwing bad stuff oh, out there, yeah. harming the hell out of the animals. So I mean, and we saw that a lot. I mean, you know, and then on top of it, people would open it up and you know have the ostrich just pecking at their yeah. faces and shit. So you know, and from a safety perspective, it made a little more sense too. But then what happened is, ironically, this little thing called COVID happened. So in 2013, they said, you know, no more driving your own shit through. And then they realized in 2019, holy shit, we're really effed in the A right now because, you know, like we can't put anyone through these things. So, or we social distance and you got like five people on a vehicle. So they decided, hey, you know, Medusa's back and you can drive through the safari again. Yay. Yeah, perfect COVID attraction. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we had a bunch um, of animals sitting around for two years doing nothing, getting lazy. <laughs> you know, nobody going through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, here's the funniest thing, though. So, um, you know, when they when they combined everything, um, they uh, they originally combined it, and they were like, okay, so now um, you know we're the second largest theme park outside of Disney's Animal Kingdom. You know, like we're the second largest theme park. Yay! And that was smart. Think about it by combining it. Because they were always separate parks. Now they are allowed to say all this is one thing. We just went from whatever the fuck they were at the time, which was like number five or six, like boom, we're number two. We're number two. We're number two. You know, <laughs> we're not number one yet, but we're number two. <laughs> However, in 2019, they actually announced that they surpassed Disney. And uh, what's going on? They're 10 acres larger. Than Disney's Wild Animal Kingdom in Florida. How did so add space. Like what? I I don't know. Like did they buy some swamp land or something? Well, <laughs> like, there's one thing you have to remember. They own so much undeveloped property. Yeah. It's not funny. Like you, you know, that? we know that. I mean, so. but can you count that as being like part of the theme park for? Well, no. So here's what's happening now. So they've they're now because they're back to allowing guests in there. That connection isn't there anymore. So now it's considered a separate theme park again. Okay. Uh, 
However, the actual safari preserve is now 10 acres larger than Disney's Animal Kingdom, making it the largest single largest theme park attraction in the world. So they beat Disney by basically having a larger safari, if you think of it that way. Okay. And uh, they announced this year, yes, they are absolutely going to allow you to drive your cars through still. It's still being considered separate, but you can drive your cars through. Um, and that that was because in 2020, because of COVID, like I said, that's when they, they did that kind of split there. Um, the cool thing I think about that. So what do you guys think? Like when you think of a safari, I always think about when I was a kid. If if my mom and my aunt were looking for something to um, you know have for us to do, that like just a quick thing, we would just they'd be like get in the car and they would just drive us to safari. Yeah. We would just go through the safari. So, oh, yeah. yeah, in my mind, the best part about safari doesn't exist anymore. Like back in the seventies when there were no fences and animals were allowed to free roam. Yeah. The best part I used to live for this was going through the baboon enclosure to see oh, which yeah. person with a soft top was dumb enough to drive through there and so oh, yeah. baboons ripping the the leather off yeah, the top destroying the car hanging by the uh weather stripping i'll go one better i'll always remember i don't remember how old i was but i was young but i'll always remember our entire family pissing us my mom and my aunt I, I i swear they probably peed themselves like, like right in the car because two baboons had ripped off antennas remember the old wire antennas oh, on cars say, man. they had ripped them boring. off and they were on top of a soft car and they were stabbing the fucking <laughs> car. They were stabbing the soft top and trying to pull it the fuck open. And I was like, they are smart as fuck, man. Primates don't know how oh my tools. God. It was so funny. First, they were just whipping it. And then one of them stabbed it and realized, oh shit, I could tear this thing now. And they were like trying to put their fingers in it. And we, it was so funny. We were just kind of pacing this car. And you can just see the panic in these people's faces like, holy shit. You know, like yeah, the baboons are getting in. I remember the big sign if you have a soft top, do not, you know, yeah, go around. Yeah, at your own finger. risk. Do yeah. not. Yeah. The monkey yeah. bypass road. Yep. The monkey yeah, bypass road. Road, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I loved it though. I love the safari, and I know that it 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 did go through a changeover too. Like they they the old safari from when we were kids, besides even the fences, like they've changed the animals and the way the sections are broken up. Um, we went through twice last year, and I have to say it was just it was as fun as when I was a kid. Like I absolutely enjoyed it as much as when I was a kid. I don't think I would have enjoyed it going through the the park tram thing that they're doing, the, the, their, their own little, you know, safari off-road thing I mean, with a bunch of other people. It being open was kind of cool for you to get like a giraffe in your face or something. That would be cool. But yeah, that, I don't, yeah. I, it, it, to me, it's always been enjoyable because it's like your own family in a safari as opposed yeah. to being with a bunch of fucking other people. And I don't really want a bunch of other people ooh and on around me because, yeah. you know, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes people ooh and on over stuff that I just take for granted. Cause I've seen that safari for like, you know, 40 years of my life, you know? So it's like, you it know, was control, you go, you go at your pace. You know what I mean? To an yeah. extent. Like, like, yeah. Where do you when do you have little anywhere? kids, yeah. you know, you just keep them in the back seat. I remember when my daughter was in the car seat, you know, you just drive through, you know, when I having to move her around or anything it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and of course, if you did Animal Kingdom Safari too, um, no offense to size, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it is uh, a little more vast uh, in appearance and uh, more impressive. So um, the being in the car is the cool part, you know, being in your yeah. own vehicle. 
Well, and then let's also here's here's <laughs> this is just a this is just the 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 evil Steve Hicks perspective too. So like when we went through last fall, you know, we saw you know a couple of of of, of you know animals you know getting it getting it on. <laughs> they're they're having a good old time in front of everybody, and we were you know we drove by slowly, cracking up. I, I kind of feel like if I'm in a, a park driving thing, they're going to go a little faster by it and not linger <laughs> on it, whereas we were able to chuckle and linger and crack up, you know. So. You know, I want like you say, I want to go at my own pace. I want yeah. to enjoy the animals my own way. You know, probably <laughs> Um, it's funny too because uh, the one thing that I love, and uh, um, after this podcast, I'll I actually have a whole. We took pictures of our entire like safari adventure last year, so I'll post them up as a follow up to this podcast. And the one thing I love is that when we got to the end, the baboons are actually at the end now. And when we got to the end, you know, it's funny because they really are kind of like regal motherfuckers. Like they sit on this mountain and they're all just staring at you. They're like picking things off each other, but they're kind of like, we're better than you. The way they look at you when you're in a car, you know, or like come out and we'll fuck you up. Like it also has that look, you know, but it's cool because they're just plotting. They're plotting. That's exactly like they're plotting, like Planet of the fucking Apes for sure, man. And uh, but what's cool is they have like an old like lightning loops coaster tray like track like sitting right in the dirt and they're all hanging on the damn thing and climbing on the track and shit and i was like that's pretty cool man i got a good picture of that too um but yeah it was pretty badass um i i have a i have a ton of fun i have a lot of love for the safari um and uh what about you guys like like as kids was that something you guys did regularly like did your parents take you through there a lot was it like oh yeah yeah did you guys like like the safari versus the park. Like I, I never thought yeah. of it as part of Great Adventure. I always thought of it as its own thing. It was pretty separate. I, I, I'm trying to remember a time where we did both in the same day. Bingo. That's where yeah, I was going. For the most part, it was always separate. Yeah. Same here. That so, was like we had a couple hours to kill. You yeah. Know, you had a season pass. You just, yeah. uh, you know, just drive down there, and you know maybe the park was really crowded that day. You didn't want to wait in line. So you just did the safari. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we were mid eighties idiots. Like we fed them everything. My aunt, my aunt was like, the baboons love jelly rings. She had like within seconds, she had like 10 baboons on the car. It was the greatest right. thing ever as kids. We didn't know we were in the eighties. We were idiots, you know, but uh, yeah, they love those jelly rings. <laughs> they were, they were I think fans. I remember like going through once or twice when I was a kid, you know, and that was my favorite part, the baboons. But honestly, like, my parents, I think, stopped because you're <laughs> two hours in the car with three kids in the back seat, and we were all just fucking with each other the whole time and like yelling. Yeah. And you can't say I'm gonna pull this car over because we're <laughs> getting out of the car in there. Go ahead, get out at the baboon area. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> getting out and getting left in the safari. <laughs> That is like one of my all-time favorite stories. I know we discussed it before, but like how you were like feeding the leaves to the. Oh, it's my favorite. That's my absolute favorite. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> Kenny that got me, and I he got me good. I really didn't know. Now, was I fearful for my life? No, but he did get me good. I had no idea. He was just gonna be real quiet. We're gonna go and feed the buffalo. I love animals. I was psyched. We're cleaning leaves all friggin' day and, and bags of them. And it's like, oh, we get to do something cool. We're going to go and dump the leaves for the buffalo <laughs> to eat them. It's got to be real quiet, though, because they can get a little crazy. If you go in there and you make, like, any, you know, quick moves or make a lot of noise, they could, you know, they're, they're wild animals. So I get out of the car. <laughs> he gets out of the car. And I don't look. I'm looking at the buffalo. And I hear a door shut. And he beeps the horn four times and just leaves me there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he left me in the middle of like 10 buffalo and a bunch of leaves. One of my favorites, man. I love you, Kenny. <laughs> so the buffalo just like come up and start eating the leaves out of your hands or something. Or <laughs> I wish, I wish. No, no, they didn't care about us at all. They were more scared of us than we, we were of them. <laughs> so good. The pile of leaves was enormous. I don't think they really needed any more, but it was great. It was fun, fun giving them more. Yeah, that and the other favorite was when we were on work crew heading to the elephant barn, and we were in the back of the truck, freezing, plotting our uh, mutiny to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Steve, we were talking about it right before, but like, where did the baboon one name come from? And I remember we were in the back of the truck, and I decided to fuck with Steve. I was like, watch this. I had a radio. I was like, you know baboon one to one six oh and he didn't respond then it's like baboon one to one six oh and he's i still don't think he responded but then i just remember the look of disdain on his face i'll never forget his look he stared at us like we were the two stupidest people it was the greatest and we were giggling like morons it was so good yeah that was like perfect i mean like i said i was used to that stare i mean you he goes there is a bad one you friggin idiot (laughs) (laughs) you know what the best is though that's what i did outward while i was in the warmth of that cab of the truck i was probably laughing about it you know (laughs) exactly you stared at us for like a good solid think about like three seconds with no (laughs) just stare it's so good when we got out wasn't it like he's like hey did you guys hear baboon one calling 160 (laughs) and we started laughing and that's when the disdain stink guy like came off yeah it sounds about right it sounds about right um it's funny because i went back and i looked at like um obviously they get they well first of all i don't remember what year and i thought i wrote it down but i can't find it but um if you guys remember this is actually kind of cool too you guys remember for a certain amount of years, the park did not keep the animals at the park. Like the, the animals didn't stay there. Well, not around. all of them. Yeah. Like, like very few stayed and, and there were some that had to be shipped out, but they, they stopped that, that they're the animals are all year round now, which I didn't realize. And, uh, and I, I printed the article and I couldn't find it. So it drove me nuts, but I had, I had an article where they said that like the year that they did that. And uh, that's, a makes a lot more sense of why they can open now whenever the hell they want at this point because the animals are always there at this point anyway so really if the weather is nice enough for them to come out then let them out and the other thing they do is that if um so like they opened it in you know two weeks ago but if there are certain animals that aren't you know like right now it's fucking cold here like it's it's ridiculous it's been dropping down to 20 degrees like constantly like even during the day at, at times so they just don't let them out so it's kind of cool. Like when you drive through, even when we drove through in the fall, there's some animals that are just not out because it's not weather permitting for them. You know? doesn't make the animals buy their own jackets. Yeah, they probably do. They probably do. They probably make them buy them with fucking old bugs bucks too, you know? Now they, now um, they ask the people to feed them. <laughs> like, please the feed the animals. Work for it, baboon. Yeah, the <laughs> baboons have their own bugs bucks and shit, you know? Um, but some of those animals, like those Siberian tigers, they prefer the cold. And they get, yeah. you know, they have to be put out all summer long in the heat. Yep. You know, so <laughs> that's true. Year, it actually works for them. You're right. Um, I didn't, I didn't pull a bunch of these up, but I thought it was really cool. I, I pulled up like, like if you, if you just look up, like do a search for like six eggs, great adventure, new animals. It's kind of cool because every year they get a whole bunch of freaking new animals. And some of them, you're just like, 
really? Like that's in their safari. Like in, um, in, uh, 2020, their big animals were they got two cheetahs, uh, bear and bow, which is pretty cool. They got two ferrets. I'm like, isn't that just a pet for the animal trainers? Like, that's not something like, like I drove through I'm an Encino ferret. ferret from your car. Yeah, I know. That's why it's like, I don't think that's a real one, but they say they got two ferrets. Uh, they got a great horned owl. That's pretty cool. And then they got two other ones. I don't even know what the fuck they are. American Kestrel. I don't know what that is. And a Patagonian Eevee. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> All right. Um, but then uh, this year, this year, uh, they have a really cool one. They have, um, whatchamacallit, they have, let's see, a six-year male, a six-year-old male rhinoceros. A six-year-old male rhinoceros. How much do you think a six-year-old male rhinoceros weighs? Because this blew my fucking mind. Oof, I don't know. Fifteen hundred pounds? Two? I don't a know. That's I would have thought that too. Six years old, so it's 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 a, it's a male, but it's only six. Well, I would still say it's probably like four four thousand pounds. Three thousand eight hundred pounds, wow, man. Wow, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. So that's nuts. Um. They have three new giraffe calves this year, uh, the new rhinoceros that they got, and then a whole bunch of what they call their spring babies, which just means the animals fuck all winter long. So those uh, are miscellaneous, yeah, miscellaneous off-breeds, you know? The uh, giraffes were my favorite. The giraffes were one that would come and stick their head, like, right in your car. They still do. <laughs> uh, like, when we first went in, the giraffes are, with, are within either the first or the second compound you go through. It's kind of cool. The way it works now is kind of like it used to in the in a, in a past. It's like six different areas. And there is a gate with one person at the gate, but they weren't all, they weren't all manned. So it's funny. We went through in the fall. I'm pretty sure there was only two gates manned. And obviously it's the gates next to like the tigers. You know what I mean? Like the, Mm -hmm. you know, even though they're in their own enclosures, even inside they they were still manned. But for the most part, um, you know, the staffing on a thing is easy as hell. Like they barely have anyone staffing it. So it's really more people like that you pay to get into it than, you know, actually watching the animals or, or thing in it. But when we went through, the giraffes were like everywhere, man. And uh, that'll you'll see them in our pictures. And they came right up to the cars and everything. And it was kind of cool too because they roadblocked, so everyone was stuck just waiting there, <laughs> you know. And you're like, you ain't gonna fuck with a giraffe, you know. <laughs> so, They're like two feet long. They're tongue on those things. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You know from experience. Yeah, any any uh like one of the things that keeps popping my head is uh being in the safari, being in a car, but think of cars today and the cars you were in then. I just oh, yeah. remember big like Chevy Nova bench seats and stuff like that with the, it's like hot as hell. The air conditioning wasn't as good, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you did have to open those windows sometimes. It was a much different experience than going in a car now. Like going in a car now is like I don't know. I feel like uh, it's like uh, like a first class seat. You got all these amenities. <laughs> it's all comfortable and whatnot. But something about it was cool, though. You know, like you weren't kind of you definitely weren't wearing a seatbelt in there either. So you're all over the car, you know. Um, yeah. 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 It was always one of those old school uh, uh, late 70s, early 80s cars. One of those boats, you know. It's true because I remember. I remember. I don't think one of our cars was air conditioned when we were going through as kids. Because I specifically remember, like, 
the sun beating down and yeah. we couldn't roll the windows down all the way but the leather in the car was hot as fucking me yeah. constantly like leaning up because you're like ow yeah. ow you know yeah no no it was it was it was different it was definitely different yeah yeah it's good that's and true. bad <laughs> that's true um did you guys know that uh what's more king to Ka, the ride the yeah. entire theming of that is is be a Bengal tiger. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know All that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, here's some crazy shit that the park has I did not know about. If you go onto um their website, okay, uh, sixflags.com, and you start searching for like stuff around the safari stuff, they have a whole section called academic adventures where basically they do all this crazy shit for schools to make money that garners money from the safari they do online classes where basically they they for like 45 minutes or an hour they like walk you through the safari and stuff and you learn about the animals and stuff online nice. um and they're they're they have they have two ways of doing it they do they do a live one but they also have like ones that are pre-made videos and everything and they're for like all different age groups too um and they can adapt them and they come with already pre-made lesson plans for the kids and shit i was like that's pretty freaking cool man you know <laughs> like yeah. um like a um internship for like veterinarian students <laughs> you come through this is how you check the prostate of a rhino i would actually be highly surprised <laughs> if they do not have have an internship program there because they constantly probably are trying to get people the in. animals probably like man you know? i can't tell if the baboon's happy or excited or what <laughs> I would assume, though, the interns are probably smart enough to just say, hey, let's just get those idiots from the rides work crew over here to stick their hands up their asses, you know? Probably, <laughs> probably. When you're done with the lead shot. <laughs> then they, they have another one. They have the Cyber Safari. Our Cyber Safari program allows us to bring the safari to you virtually with live animal encounters. Each encounter includes a lesson from an animal educator along with additional teacher references. And they do 15-minute um, animal meet and greets. And it's like you get to see the animal. It's all full, like a full Zoom call. So you get to see the animal. They're, they're like they're moving the animal around. They're teaching everything about the animal. Scotty will be happy. Like they'll lift the skunk up and let you look at its butt. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do a they do a fifteen minute one. And they do a forty five minute one for that. That's kind of cool. And then they also do field trips where you can book a field trip with your class just to go to the wild safari. And they have what they call the science on safari. And uh, it's basically like they take you, they take your kids through the safari vehicle, you know, the standard vehicle, and they walk them through and they get their own little private tour, which is pretty cool. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't think back when I was in school, even though we all live here, I don't think that was ever something my school would ever even have thought about doing. Just yeah, taking right. us to the safari and taking us to as a field trip. But yeah. they have them. They we have always them did the physics day at the park. That you know? that my school absolutely knew about, but not yeah. the safari. No nah, one would ever have thought about that. And let's be honest, true. I didn't give a fuck about physics day. I couldn't as a kid, I that would not have interested me, except to be going to the park and hang out with my friends. That'd be the only thing I would have interested yeah, me. Yeah, but, yeah. but the safari I would have done. I would have thought the safari was really fucking cool. So I kind of wish they did that, you know. Are you saying you missed your calling as you know, instead of rides, you should have been working in safari all those years? No. <laughs> I, I I did enough of my visiting the safari in rides. I don't need. I wouldn't want to work I there twenty four seven. Experience than like seeing the white tigers like at the elephant barn. You know, no back room, whatever. Nope, not doing it. Not doing it. Um, Andy, what you'll like is if you do if you if you do do that safari off road like education class. This is really mm -hmm. cool. So it's described as. Um, 
a ride through our safari on our off-road vehicle, personalized driver and tour guide, and at the end, you stop at Camp Adventure and you get to feed the giraffes by hand. Nice. How fucking cool is that, dude? Like that right there. I was like, God damn it. Why didn't they do that when I was there? You know? It's only $200 per person. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> they even have an Instagram account. I didn't know that either. For the safari, they have an Instagram account where they just post pictures of the animals all the damn time. So that's kind of cool, too. Um, all right. Here's a question. Let's play a game. How many animals do you think, if you Google, can you find escape from the park? Uh, I'd say like uh, 18. 18? Okay. Uh, no, I'd say no less. 15. 15, 12. 15, 12. Uh, what kind of animals? If you're saying well, 18, I how many? Know. What kind of animals? I would a lot of baboons since they are always up uh, working on a uh, log flume. <laughs> you know. All right. So baboons. Wait, are we counting log flume baboons? No, they're in the park. They didn't. They they got in the park. So technically, that's one place. So we're not counting them. Still in the park. My favorite escape story, though, which I don't think ended up being ours, was somebody was like a tiger's loose in Jackson, and I was like, "Yeah, the tiger oh, lady." Shit. You think it's ours? I was like, "Wait, what color is it?" They're like, "White." I'm like, "Shit!" <laughs> like, who the hell has a white tiger other than us at the time? We were doing the commercials and everything, but uh, yeah, I think it was the tiger lady. Ironically, um, all right, we'll stick with how many got out first. How many actually got out first? If you Google search, I can only find one. Oh. 2011, and I'm sure there's more, but I cannot find any, and I really tried hard. In 2011, one baboon got out, <laughs> and shit you not, that baboon made it all the way to where me and Scott are right now. That baboon nice. made it all the way to Howell. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. If you if if the baboon traveled in the woods along 195, it could make it all the way wow. to goddamn Howell. That's what it did. Now, did it escape, or did somebody let it in their car and just drive? It <laughs> exactly, man, exactly. That would be hysterical, dude. If oh, yeah. in car. That is the last thing I would want is a baboon in the car with me. That thing would be like. <laughs> <laughs> Go in the window, man, with one of those partitions and just open the window, let the baboons in and drive. <laughs> a great way of stealing baboons. <laughs> it made it to a, a, a farm, um, to uh, which we got Hosey Hay and Straw Farm on Fairfield Road in Howell, which is 20 miles from the park. And uh, the guy that owns it, the, the poor, he actually said, he goes, the poor thing was more afraid of me than I was of it. It just ran in the barn the second it saw me, it was just hiding Aww. in there. And uh, they just called the park and the park came and they tranked it and they, they got it back. No fuss, no muss. But uh, but it's funny because what's so cool about that one, though, is when when I was Googling for, you know, for like escaped animals, there's literally, though, like 40 or 50. I saw a baboon. There's a baboon. And it's hysterical because you can trail all of these baboon sightings all the way to where they finally caught it. So it's kind of funny, man, because people were just like flipping out about the, the, the poor little baboon. You know, that's great. That is great. I can't believe only one with all those baboons going to the log flume. I just that's can't all I can imagine find. that. That's all I could find was one wow. man. I was a little shocked. But now the wow. baboons have tasted freedom. Now they're plotting their uh, escape. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they're yeah. fine. They're in no rush. Ironically, <laughs> that brings us to the other one you guys brought up where people thought Great Adventure lost yeah. the tiger. Yes. And that happened in, uh, what we got? That happened in uh, 1999. <clears throat> and uh, it, 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 the, the, 
It basically says for eight hours on January 27, 1999, the tiger terrified residents who spotted it lurking in the woods. Rescuers tried to trank it, but efforts were unsuccessful. And this, this freaking blows though. The tiger was eventually shot dead in a driveway, not far from its home, which is the 12 acre uh, tiger's only preservation. Now, what's funny about that is so <clears throat> there was a 431 pound Bengal tiger that escaped and she denied it. She lied when they came to her and they said, uh, great adventure counted their tigers and it's not yes. one of great adventures. And they have come public with that. She's like, not mine. Yeah. And here's what fucked her. They were like, okay, well, we want to come in and count your tigers. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Not allowed to come on my tigers, not allowed to do it. And so they were like, well, we know it's not great adventures. They've given us their count. So, um, uh, you know, they have nine tigers and they easily counted the nine tigers. So it's got to be you. Where else did the tiger go? <laughs> There's no circus in town. <laughs> you know, yeah. So. Um, so it's funny because apparently like she denied it for years, but they, they finally eventually proved that it absolutely was her. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's sad because this crazy lady, man, let me find the details. This, but I heard they found other tigers there that were starving. Yeah. And, so and basically what it came down to is, um, yeah, so bad. She uh she told them she only had like like a certain amount of tigers. I'm trying to find the details on it because I printed it out. Um, give me one second. So she basically told them she had something like six or seven um tigers, right? And uh. Yeah, I think she didn't even know how many tigers she had on her property at that point. I was just going to say, she probably had a shitty inventory. That was probably part yeah. of the reason why she didn't want to let count. She knew it was hers. Yeah, I mean, I, from what I could tell, it looks like she originally said she had something like six or seven, and then it turned out to be where she had over 20 breeds of tigers, like, on her compound. Um, and she completely got – she. I mean, she got screwed. Like, they – they kind of they kind of figured out that it was her, even though she kept on denying it, denying it, and denying it, and denying it. Um, she had twenty four Bengal tigers. Whoa, that's insane, dude! Twenty four Bengal tigers, and uh, and then it go, they go on to say um, and it was called the Tigers Only Preserve. That was what her that what she called her her property, and it goes on to say. Um, they made headlines again on October 11, 2002, when one of the tigers in the compound attacked her husband and a 70-year-old man was feeding chickens to one of the tigers when the beast attacked and injured him. He was hospitalized for 10 days, suffered no permanent injuries. And uh, <laughs> one of his friends said, uh, you know, if that animal really wanted to hurt him, uh, yeah, he'd be dead. There's no way that scrawny little seven-year-old guy would have gotten away from it while he was feeding it. So, um, yeah, the the it's sad, man. Like her whole story is sad though because she's one of those like crazy cat hoarders, you know what I mean? Like, but with Bengal cats and uh, basically, yeah, except she had the big ones and basically she lost her battle with them and they ended up shutting her down. And uh, all of all, everything one that she had, all of them got sent to right near you, Andy, San Antonio, Texas is where they all end up going. Hmm. Um, and 
they basically the last of them died in January 2019. The last of her tigers that got sent there died in 2019. But uh, it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah, she should have never had him in the first place. No, on a good side, Great Adventure didn't lose any tigers. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. When I heard it was white, though, I was like, ah, oh, come on. Who the hell else has a white tiger? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, boys. We only have a few seconds left. We're we're getting into the end of our time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something at you that I read. I read a novel called by uh, uh, the 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 uh, author is Mike Bokovec. It's B O C K O V E N, and he wrote a book called Fantastic Land. And I cannot, if you ever worked at an amusement park, I cannot stress enough to get a copy of this in paperback. It's really cheap. It's only a few dollars, and uh, you get it on Amazon. It's called Fantastic Land. And it's about a imaginary park that's basically like Great Adventure. And it's right next to Disney. Okay. And they have the worst powder outage, like a Sandy type storm. Okay. A massive Sandy type storm comes in. And to the, the, the goal of the guy that's running the park is when everything shuts down, we're going to be the first fucking park to open up. We're beating Disney. We're beating Universal. Fuck those motherfuckers. We're opening up first. So he cons a shitload of the employees to stay. They have their own shelter on the park. That's fully like, yeah, has its own backup generator, everything. He's like, stay in the shelter. We'll pay you overtime and everything. And this way, once it clears in a couple of days, we can immediately clean up and open up the park almost right away. And so a good portion of the employees, like 50% of the employees agree to do it because they're getting paid buku bucks. Right. But what happens is, this is the most devastating Sandy storm to happen for in like ever. And <laughs> it de- desolates Florida so badly that it takes like six months before anyone comes to the park and is able to able to do anything. And nobody even thinks to do it because they know that the park is self-sufficient and has its own shelter. So for six months, the employees at the park, become like Lord of the Flies. I was just going to say, <laughs> and they, Lord of the Flies. And they go from listening to the managers, which there's almost no supervision there because most of the supervisors are older people that were like, I'm not staying for the money. I'm going to my family in the middle of this big storm. So there's only like a handful of supervisors, the idiot manager, that's like the Ray Williams. And then oh. the smartest people that are there are the maintenance guys. And the, and, and the poor fucking maintenance guys are just like Six Flags Great Adventure. They're all like, you know, when we were in our 20s, they were in their 30s and 40s. Yes. That's what these guys are. They're like the old, you know, nice. curmudgeonly guys. And it is fucking fascinating how it nice. takes you through all the – it's basically done through interviews of people that survived the park massacre. <laughs> <laughs> because they quickly form tribes and start taking each other out and it's so fucking funny because as you're reading it if you're a park employee you're like oh fuck i've never given shit thought to the show's people but they're all trained archery people they're all trained acrobatic people they're like the most dangerous motherfuckers in the park you do not want to fuck with them because they immediately like go out and get weapons and shit and just start taking out the other areas. Nice. It is so highly entertaining, man. And I'm, I'm not, I cannot stress this enough. Read it and then come into it with the mentality of like, well, if I got stuck in that situation, what department would I wish I was working for? Because let me tell you, <laughs> rides might not be the one, okay? Yeah. And I can also tell you, foods and merch, definitely not the ones. They knew all the good stuff was hidden, but the reality was, 
one of the one of the running jokes through it is that like these people are forming tribes and they're taking each other out, but they have enough to live off of. Like the park is so prepared and has so much stuff that there's no reason for any of this to be going on. So like the adults are like, what are you fucking doing? There's no like, reason for this. Yeah, there's food for everybody, but they're like, we want it all, you know? <laughs> so great. So if you get a chance, man, I'm telling you, nice. read the novel Fantastic Land. It is fantastic, man. So if you work good. at a park, it's fantastic. Nice. All right, boys. Well, holy shit. Time flies, man. We are out of time. Um, Thanks everyone who listens in. Thanks everyone that joins us on Facebook live. We love the comments. We definitely appreciate it. We love hearing from you guys before and after. Um, my name is Steve Hicks and my co-hosts are Scott Loudon, Chris Peluso, Andy Orwell. And boys, after all the talk, after all the safari talk, we decided we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to go out on a song and we're going to leave everybody with a wonderful song about the animals. And we hope it makes you all have a great day. Make it a great day. Bye, folks. A rooster says good morning with a cock-a-doodle-doo Good morning A horse's neigh is just his way Of saying how are you A lion growls hello And owls ask why And where and who May I suggest you get undressed And show them your wazoo Oh The animals the animals let's talk dirty to the animals fuck you mr bunny eat shit mr bear if they don't love it they can shove it frankly i don't care the animals the animals let's talk dirty to the animals of yours mr hippo Piss off, Mr. Fox. Go tell a chicken, suck my dick and give him chicken pox. The animals, the animals. Let's talk dirty to the animals from birds in the treetops. 